You are listening to the Science Line Podcast. This is the sound of science. Hello everyone, I'm Kelly Slivka and welcome to Say What? Science. This time around, we will be taking apart the term DNA. DNA, the genetic material of life, is perhaps the most jargon-esque of all the scientific terms that have made their way into colloquial use. The stuff is all over the public forum. It's a player in stem cell research, obesity in America, breast cancer, and the maladies of senescence. Most of us know our identities are largely determined by our DNA. We know we got some from our moms and some from our dads, who in turn got some from their moms and dads, and so forth. And we know this to be true for pretty much all living things. So we have a very good abstract idea of DNA, but what is this stuff really? When we say DNA, what are we referring to? The snappy answer is deoxyribonucleic acid, which is what DNA stands for. But if you're not a chemist, deoxyribonucleic acid is a term that probably means nothing to you. Maybe it sounds like a particularly acute type of stomach ulcer, or a drug you were told to stay away from by your DARE officer in high school. But this term has a very specific chemical meaning. It describes what DNA is as a thing, as a chemical. So what is it? To find out, I called up Dr. Debbie Mauschwitz, a genetics professor at Columbia University in New York, and asked her to chop up the term deoxyribonucleic acid into smaller parts and tell me what they mean. So what is deoxy? Why is DNA deoxy? Well, um, both DNA and RNA are ch- long-chain molecules. RNA, or ribonucleic acid, lives in the cell near DNA, but it doesn't carry genes. It's basically a telegraph machine DNA uses to tell its organism how to grow. And they have an alternating backbone of something called a phosphate and a sugar. So they go phosphate, sugar, phosphate, sugar, phosphate, sugar, etc. And the sugar in RNA is ribose, and that's where the R in RNA comes from. But DNA contains a variant of that sugar that's missing one oxygen atom. So it's called deoxyribose. So why is it ribo? What does, what's ribose exactly? Is that just the name for the certain kind of molecule? Anything that ends in ose is a sugar. And the, the usual sugar we're used to is sucrose. That's the one in food. Is the fact that it's a sugar important to the function of the DNA molecule? Well, the fact that it's a sugar means that it has several groups or combinations of atoms that stick out that are reactive and that can hook to other things. So the sugar has three hooks. One is to a phosphate on each side, and one is to either the G, A, T, or C. Okay. You've heard of Gattaca. You've heard of Gattaca, right? (laughs) Yes, I have. So those letters stand for the first letter in the proper name of the compound. And so what about the nucleic? Why is it deoxyribonucleic? Well, when it was first discovered, it was found in the nuclei of cells. So ordinary cells, like the cells in you, have an inner compartment called the nucleus. And that's where the DNA is found. And then what about the acid part? To be classified as an acid in the simple definition means that it releases hydrogen ions. So it tends to fall apart and to the hydrogen ions float off. 
and they make the solution acid. There are other definitions, but that's the simplest one. And so anything that does that, like vinegar or lemon juice, is acidic. Now, when you look at DNA, remember the sugar, phosphate, sugar, phosphate, sugar, phosphate business. Mm -hmm. The phosphate part is the acidic part. So the phosphate has a hydrogen ion that can come off. So when they come off, that's what makes it acidic. So I usually think of acids as being caustic, you know, like battery acid. Well, those are very strong acids. And they, they generate lots and lots of these hydrogen ions, a very high concentration. And this doesn't generate so many. So this is more like citric acid, or, which is what's in lemon juice, or vinegar, which are not caustic at all. They're just a little bit sharp. So there you go. It's the beating heart of all life on Earth, and it's sort of similar to lemon juice. Lemon tree, very pretty, and the lemon flower is sweet. But the fruit of the poor lemon is impossible to eat. It should be well noted, we owe our knowledge of DNA to the Germans. DNA as a substance was found by a German researcher named Friedrich Meischer in the late 1800s. He discovered a substance in white blood cells which he had sequestered in mass from pussy bandages collected from a nearby hospital. Now that's dedication to a quest. He called the stuff nucleon. Another German, Nobel Prize winning Albrecht Kossel, determined that nucleon is an acid, and he's credited with discovering nucleic acid and the amino acids found in DNA, the Gattaca, if you will. G for guanine, A for adenine, T for thymine, and C for cytosine. Lastly, in the first decades of the 1900s, a Russian-American named Phoebus Levine put the icing on the cake by separating nucleic acid into its two forms, deoxyribonucleic acid and plain old ribonucleic acid. And thus the building blocks of life were categorized and named. This podcast has been brought to you by ScienceLine.org. I'm Kelly Slivka. Thanks for listening.